my manager made me use her employee ID so she could take all the credit for my work. So I exposed her to get her fired. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. So the story starts at a time when I was only in school, last year. Here, we don't have high school or middle school. We just have 11 years of education and then university. It was two months before my exams for applying for university, and I was looking for a job. I wanted to have my own apartment because I was living with my grandparents the entire time and didn't want them to have to carry me on their back any longer. That took a while, but I found a job that was paying a decent amount of money for a part-time job. I was only 17 and couldn't afford to work full-time. It was a job at a call center, and boy oh boy, that was a crap job. Here comes the object of our story. We'll call her Mary, and boy did Mary hate me. She was my head manager. I was just a manager that was taking the calls or calling people to give them our crap product literally for free, of course. And Mary was the woman that would take another 10 employees and stack them together in one group. For about a month and a half, it was okay. Mary even gave me her work phone because there wasn't enough phones for everybody in her group. I thought that it was okay and didn't think much of it. I was doing fine and had 11 clients that actually bought our product and were really happy. Then the storm came. One day, I was called by my boss and said that if I don't have any clients by the end of the month, I'll get fired. I said to him that I already had 11 clients in one month and that I thought that would be enough to start. He said that it had already been a month and that he didn't want to hear that crap and that I should take the situation into my own hands like a big boy and deal with it. I was furious. I didn't understand how this happened. Then I realized, M, something was off and I asked my friend to play a role in my plan. I wasn't positive that M did something to me, so I wanted to be sure. The plan was easy. I call my friend and he pretends to be a customer. Then I take a record of everything and see how this unfolds. Come to find out, this woman had been screwing me over the entire time. As it turns out, there were more than enough phones for everybody. What I didn't know was that every phone had the ID of the worker in it. So every call I gave and every client I had was on her account. Why wasn't I fired? yet? Easy. She was doing some calling from a phone with my ID every day. Something had to be done. I laid out the plan. Five friends of mine would pretend to be clients and attest that I had spoken to them and they were mine, even though I've been using Mary's phone. Now, remember how Mary called from my phone now and then? Every time she called from the work phone, my phone, in my sight, I got out of there as quickly as possible so that I could call her out for pretending to be me and stealing my clients. Finally, judgment day came. Everything was set up and I was ready to screw her over. Two security cameras with videotapes and 15 papers with my client calls and text was on our boss's table. Mary's face was beat red when she was asked into the boss's office. She put up a fuss, but good old boss told her the exact same thing that I had heard from him. He's not taking her crap. She was fired, but promised me that one day she'll screw me over. That's right. There's a second part of this story. It'll be short, so stay with me. I stayed with this job for two more months and got a better full-time job as I had turned 18. I was already in university, but for my shame, through my parents, as my grandmother taught there, though I was trying my best to be a good student. One day, I walked into the office of my grandmother, and who do you think I see working as my grandma's phone assistant? That's right. 
good old Mary. Her look was like, oh yes, I found a way to screw you over. But little did she know that I was the grand kid of her boss. And when I kissed my grandma on her cheek, her face said everything. Next day, she got fired. This wasn't planned ahead of time. I just told my grandma my story with her. And to this day, I don't feel bad for that jerk. That's a pretty hard scam to pull off long term. Clearly, she wasn't thinking this one through. Eventually, you're going to get caught. The gains from this are very short term. It sounds like she already had a good job as the head manager or whatever her role was. But she just had to be a little greedy and have more. If she had just ran her department well like she was supposed to, she'd probably still be at that job making more money than she ever did before. I'm sure she realizes by now that it wasn't working worth it. You can submit your own stories to be featured here on the channel. The story submission link is in the description below. And don't forget to subscribe. Entitled mother freaks out because I gave her daughter tap water during a sleepover. My daughter had a friend over for a sleepover last weekend. They're both 13-year-old girls. It was all fairly standard stuff. Watch crappy movies, stay up late, eat too much junk food, you know the drill. Both kids seemed to have a nice time, and the visiting kid was nice enough for someone else's teenage child. And I really didn't think too much more about it. Until the friend's mother called me Sunday night. Absolutely outraged over what I had done while her child was in my care. Was it allowing them to stay up late? Was it the junk food? Was it the choice of film I allowed them to watch? No, my crime was far worse than that. Imagine the mother's horror when she discovered I had allowed her child to, wait for it, drink tap water. Turns out only bottled water is acceptable for her family. Now, I know some places there are issues with drinking tap water. We live in an area with excellent tap water quality. So I was kind of baffled what the issue was. I told her, um, our tap water is fine and your kid didn't say anything at the time. But oh no, that wasn't good enough. You see, tap water has toxins in it. It's not safe for her family who only drinks bottled water. And she's frankly shocked and disturbed that my child was associating with the child of such an awful, awful parent. Rest assured, I'll be calling CPS first thing Monday to have your child removed from such a harmful environment. I was just kind of stunned and didn't really say anything, and she hung up on me. I'd love to know where she thinks bottled water companies get their water from. And second, we're in Australia, and CPS isn't a thing here. So I don't know who you're planning to call, lady. Some people really take the well-being of their children a step too far. I got news for you, lady. That kid drinks tap water. Whether it's from the fountain at school or a sleepover at their friend's house, they're drinking some tap water. Just be happy that you live somewhere where it's actually good drinking water. If that's your situation, then honestly, bottled water is just a waste of money. Not to mention it's not great for the environment. A reusable water bottle and a Brita filter will do you 10 times better. Entitled woman wants me to lose my job so she can buy 300 boxes of cereal. I work at a supermarket, and one of our regular customers is a woman who comes in with her two kids and buys an absolutely obscene amount of cereal whenever it's on sale. Now, when I say an obscene amount, I don't mean 10 to 20 boxes at a time. Oh no, she's not here for math word problem level amounts of cereal. She comes in and buys anywhere from 50 to 300 boxes at a time. 
time. Her and her kids usually come to the backroom door with three shopping carts and ask for 9 to 15 cases of cereal depending on how much we have left in stock. She's gotten denied service a few times. Like the time she tried to buy an entire pallet of cereal, five boxes per transaction the day before Christmas. Management cut her off after 18 transactions, 90 boxes, because her order was holding up the lines for three of our seven operational registers. Three of our registers were broken at the time. The stock department manager absolutely despises this and has told the woman on multiple occasions that if she's going to purchase more than three cases of cereal, she has to call a few days before she comes in so he can order extra cereal. But she always claims that she won't know when she'll need it until she comes in and refuses to. This happened to me on a Sunday when I was the only person working in my department. I had just finished emptying the baler when cereal lady poked her head into the back room. Hey, could you get me some cereal? She asked. I scanned our sale pallets and she said, it's on the second level of the scaffolding. The scaffolding she was talking about is the same kind of scaffolding you would see at a wholesale club like Costco, Sam's Club, or BJ's Wholesale. So I told her, unfortunately, I can't get that down for you. I'm not authorized to use the equipment needed to get that down. She then asked, is there anyone who can get that down for me? And I responded, unfortunately, I'm the only one on at the moment. The full-timer who normally works alongside me on Sundays has the day off. She sighed and asked, could you do it for me just this one time? And I responded with, no, I'm not authorized to use the machine needed to get that down. And she said, seriously, you can't just do it this one time? And I told her, no, I can't do it this one time. I'm not allowed to use the machinery, nor do I know how to use it. If I get caught using that equipment, I won't only lose my job, but I could potentially face legal trouble and steal fines should I damage something or injure myself. She huffed and then went, fine, I'll just get the front end manager. He'll do it for me. A few minutes later, the front end manager walked into the storeroom with the woman in tow. Hey, original poster, are you authorized to use the power lift? To which I responded, nope. So he asked, is full-time co-worker here yet? And I replied, he's off today and my brother already left for the day. My brother works in the same department as me and is authorized to use the power pallet jacks. The front-end manager turns to Cereal Lady and says, I'm sorry, but that product's unavailable for today. There's no one who can get that down. Cereal Lady then shrieked, You're a manager and you can't get that down for me? And the front-end manager responded with, I wasn't trained on that equipment because this isn't my department and therefore I'm not allowed to operate it. You're gonna have to come back tomorrow if that's what you want. Cereal Lady then stormed back to the cereal aisle without another word. I haven't seen her since that day, and my department manager has since started storing the cereal pallets on the same side as the storage room door, so she can't poke her head in and demand 15 cases of cereal without calling a few days in advance. That is the definition of an obscene amount of cereal. Like, what are you doing with it all? You've only got two kids. Is this something she's coming in and doing, like, every couple weeks? How on earth do you go through that much? She must have some kind of side hustle or something where she buys this dirt cheap and then resells it. That's the only way she would need this much cereal all the time. That or her family just lives off of Lucky Charms. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Student asks me to take another look at his paper, thinking he should have gotten a better grade, because he plagiarized the whole thing. When I was a poorly paid and overworked adjunct professor, I once had a student ask me to take another look at his B-minus paper, something I would do any time a student felt strongly they deserved a better grade. This particular paper was messy. Good argument, decent research, but clunky writing and plenty of grammatical errors. Still, I agreed to take another look. On my second pass, a sentence caught my attention. Assuming the student had failed to cite a quote, I searched for the quote online. What I found was the original version of the student's essay, published in a Yale journal. He'd plagiarized the argument in research, but rewritten the paper in his own words. Amazingly, almost as much work as just writing an original paper. I called him into my office, put both papers side by side, and asked if he had anything to say. He tried to pretend to be confused, but I cut that off. I let him off easy with an F in the class as long as he finished all the assignments and tests so he could still learn as much as possible, which he did. No report of plagiarism on a long-term record, but poor kid could have just gotten away with a B- if he hadn't been so confident of his great ripoff. Honestly, my friend, you gotta just call it a win at that point. You got the B-. Just quietly take it and walk away. Drawing more attention to it isn't gonna do you any favors. My wife got upset because I refused to shave her butthole. So my wife loves to watch TikTok videos at 100% volume while I watch shows she doesn't really care for. Eventually, I just give in and watch them with her on her phone. Some of them are actually decent. One started as a prank video between a husband and wife. The mildly attractive wife in the TikTok made up a story about her normal spa being closed, and she needed her husband to wax her booty hole. And that completely grossed the husband out. My wife then looks up at me and jokingly asks, Would you shave my butthole? Without thinking or missing a beat, I respond, No, but I'd shave her butthole. Instant regret flooded my whole body. I didn't mean it, but I knew that didn't matter. She turned bright red with tears in her eyes and stormed off. Then I said the least likely sentences I ever thought I would utter to my wife as an apology. Baby, come back. I didn't mean it. I'd love to shave your butthole. She hasn't talked to me in three 
three hours. Okay, as an outside party looking in, that's hilarious. It's very clearly a joke, but to your wife when it's just the two of you, probably not the smartest move. And your apology taking the form of offering to shave her butthole probably wasn't helping either. Racist lady mistakes me for the valet service and calls me the n-word when I refuse to park her car. This happened about 16 or 17 years ago when I was in my late 20s. Now one thing I know about myself is that I'm a baby face. Even now at 44, I'm tall and I have an athletic build. So I get mistaken for a young 20 something all the time. So you can imagine what I look like at the age of 27 or 28. Now couple that with the fact that I'm a black man, relevant later, and you can just imagine what my life has been like. There are few things here in America more despicable than a young black man, right? So that's my life in a nutshell. Cursed forever to be the young black man. So my team was having a retirement celebration for our manager, and we had a dinner party at a restaurant near our workplace after hours. The shindig ended up being about 25 to 30 people, mostly older. I think I was one of two or three people there under the age of 40, and it was nice. Our manager shed a tear or two, gave a nice speech, blah blah blah. The restaurant was open for business, and there were other small parties and couples there, and they ignored us and we ignored them. But we weren't segregated, we were seated toward the center of the seating area around a large table and a second smaller one. So fast forward to the end of the dinner and we're all outside now saying our final goodbyes and on the verge of dispersing, and I was among the group. So a few people start to make their way home and our group is now whittled down to about 10 to 12 people. Other patrons and pedestrians are coming and going, like normal, and there we are just chatting amongst ourselves. Notably, our manager was still there with his plaque, a relatively large picture frame, and a couple of gift bags. So, again, it should have been evident to anybody who was in the restaurant for the last hour who we were, you would think. And then it happens. For fun, we're just gonna call her Karen. Excuse me? Yes, ma'am. Here are my keys. For... For you to get my car. I'm sorry, I don't work here, ma'am. I don't have time for games. Here are my keys. As she's saying this, she's trying to stuff her keys in my hand. Now I'm ticked. If you put your keys in my hand, I'm gonna throw them across the street and into the gutter. Then why do you have a badge on? As she's saying this, she reaches out to grab my badge, which was on a lanyard hanging around my neck down around my midsection. But before she can, I snatch it away. If If you touch me again, I'll consider it assault and call the police. I don't work here. She withdraws her hand and I release my badge, which she proceeds to study for the two or so seconds it would take to figure out it's not a restaurant or valet badge. I believe the restaurant contracts out their valet service, and having done valet work during college, I'm pretty sure my business attire does not in any way resemble the uniforms of the two or three companies that are in my area. Think tacky vest with a logo and matching pants. And furthermore, none of them do badges on lanyards. Then she looks me up and down, comes back to lock eyes with me, and while starting to turn away, utters that word. You know which one. Not gonna lie, it caught me off guard. And in the 15 years since, I've thought of the perfect comeback more times than I care to admit. But in that moment, I simply couldn't force words to come out of my mouth. So I just turned around and tried to shake off my shock and anger and proceed as if everything was fine. Most of my remaining co-worker group, a mix of black and white, was aware of what had just transpired, but there was nothing to be said or done, really. So we just kind of started small-talking again. 
Ugh, I feel like this is just one of those incredibly stereotypical racist stories. Why are you gonna assume the black guy's the valet? Literally nothing about him indicating that he could be a valet. But to you, because he's black, that's immediately what he's there for, obviously. Then, on top of that, you're incredibly rude throughout your interaction, and when it's over, you drop that bomb. Never, in any instance, is it okay to use that word. Especially Especially in a situation like this. This guy's just minding his own business and your racist butt just waddles over and ruins his day. Like he said, he's been thinking about this for the past 15 years. We all have moments like that in our lives, where you were just completely caught off guard by some random interaction and didn't know how to respond. But it was so jarring that you still think about it lying awake at night, imagining how you would have handled the situation differently. This could have took a whole other turn if our original poster had decided to get confrontational about it. And if he had made that decision, I wouldn't have blamed him. Thankfully, it was mostly shock that set in and nothing escalated any further. Sadly, these types of encounters happen all the time with what would be referred to as minorities. But you know what? Everyone's a person. There is no minority when we're all human beings. Everyone deserves to be treated with the same amount of respect. Judging people based on something like their skin color is just one of the stupidest things you can do. You have no idea who that person actually is, and you're probably missing out on a great person because you can only see skin deep. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.